You're listening to the Westminster Canterbury Tales podcast, creating community to foster joy and well-being. Thanks for listening. L.L. Bean Delivers. October 24 years ago, at a lovely chapel at Big Canoe, Georgia, Jean and I witnessed the marriage of our son, Kevin, and his bride, Danette. Four children were given a role. Samantha and Sam, the responsibility of lighting the altar candles. The youngest two, Eric and CJ, a pledge to sit quietly through the service. Change was in the air. A move to Boulder, Colorado assured that Sam and Eric would share equal time with their mom and their dad, that a blended family would begin to write their own history, that invitations to visit would be frequent, beginning with Christmas, 1998. We bought our tickets and set about getting our own house in order. Cards to write, presents to buy, and looming over all, what to get for the children. Perhaps a shared gift. After much rumination, I turned to L.L. Bean for help. A bobsled made of hardwood and eight feet in length caught my attention. A bright red seat pad, the offer of Christmas wrap and guaranteed delivery before Christmas sealed the decision. Arriving to an azure blue cloudless sky and an accumulation of near record 42 inches of snow was just a preview of our Colorado Christmas. Our kids' house, later referred to as the rental house, was a pleasing soft gray shingle with white trim. The wreath on the door, a mixture of fresh native spruce and fir. A grand welcome, and we were right at home. With a few days to explore, the Flatirons were worthy of another look. We had seen Boulder's mountain skyline on our way into town, but an answer to what lay under a layer of snow was waiting. At the foot of the Flatirons, we visited Chautauqua, a national historic landmark established well over 100 years ago. Exploring, we found that you could dine, vacation, hike, or mountain bike miles of trails. I saw no mention of sledding. The day after Christmas, with the bobsled and several large pizza pans, we returned to Chautauqua for a trial run. It was a day made for an outdoor adventure. The promise of a rise in temperature. The sun so bright that my eyes teared and a hill that to me looked more like a mountain, about a small one. We carried the pizza pans and pulled the sled to the top of the mountain. Depending on one size, the bobsled would accommodate four to five riders. Each pizza pan, a single thrill. Over and over down the hill we went until chilled fingers and toes determined our last ride. Jean, Kevin, Samantha, and I seated ourselves on the bobsled. As we pushed ourselves off, one of us suggested that we direct the sled towards our parked car. Twenty-four years later, I worry that it was I. Too late, it became apparent that we had made what could be a terrible mistake. We were either heading straight for a large mound of snow or a boulder covered in snow. I don't remember a sound. Suddenly, I was airborne. Kevin and Samantha as well. Flailing arms and legs, we were dropped in soft snow with such force that we momentarily lost our breath. 
Gene, where was he? We found him facing the boulder, his lower body wedged between the front and the back of a broken sled. He refused to go to a hospital, insisting that a hot bath and aspirin was all he needed. Gene suffered a limp for years. We had been back home for a week or so when, on a whim, I decided to call the folks at L.L. Bean. The person I talked to was very sympathetic as I explained that due to our poor judgment, the sled was a total loss. Two weeks later, a new bobsled was delivered to our family's front door. Thanks to L.L. Bean, the sled has become a family heirloom. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Westminster Canterbury Tales podcast. Thank you for listening. 